Welcome to the Porky Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Ellis. Porky.co is the way to go in creating rides and connecting riders. Porky's platform technology helps you to find, meet, ride with your motorcycle tribe. This Porky Podcast is sponsored by Rolling Thunder Harley-Davidson. Visit rollingthunder.co.nz and choose your flavor of Harley-Davidson freedom. Use promotional code PORKY20. That's P-O-R-K-Y-2-0 to receive 20% off your first online order at rollingthunder.co.nz. With the start of the riding season, we have seen a recent cluster of motorcycle accidents, so we brought in a motorcycle training expert to help us stay safe riding. Today's guest on the Porky Podcast is Dan Ornsby, owner of Dan Ornsby Motorcycle Training Limited. Thanks for joining us, Dan. Yeah, thanks, Chris. Thanks for inviting me along today uh, to share my story. Awesome. Let's get right into it. Um, tell us about yourself, Dan. Where are you from? Tell us what you do. Yeah, so I'm, I'm 45 years old. Uh, I've been born and bred in, in Canterbury. I uh, lived here all of my life uh, between Christchurch City uh, and out Oxford near the foothills. Uh, so I was born into motorcycling, basically. Um, so second generation, you look up Easy Rider in the dictionary. There's a photo of my dad there. Uh, I feel very privileged, actually, that, yeah, so I've been supported by my father and my passion all of my life. Uh, it's something that he had to keep from his, his mum and dad, so, yeah, uh, which must have been tough. Awesome. And how long have you been training motorcyclists to ride more safely? Uh, so I have been in the industry for now uh, 11 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've been instructor for 11 years. I started my own business, uh, which actually we've recently rebranded uh, and named, but so uh, we've dropped the Dan. Uh, we're in uh, uh, Ornsby Motorcycle Training. Awesome. Uh, yes. And uh, what sparked your interest in riding? Yeah, so like I say, it's my father. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, ever since I can remember, all I've wanted to do is, is ride motorbikes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What uh, what was your first bike? Uh, so my first bike was a uh, hand-me-down off my auntie. It was a wee, uh, I wouldn't even know the model actually, but it was mm-hmm. a wee 50cc two-stroke uh, Suzuki trail bike. Mm-hmm. And what's the, what's the current bike you're riding right now? Uh, so now my everyday workhorse, you might say, mm-hmm. uh, is a BMW uh, 1200GS, which is just yeah, uh, ticks all the boxes for me, like I say, for an everyday bike. Excellent. And uh, what kind of bikes would you have in your dream garage if money's no object? Uh, I guess I'm starting to accumulate a few. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, over the years, uh, due to budget restraints, uh, they've sort of come and gone. Uh, my last bike, which I uh, recently retired, was a Suzuki GSX 1400. Mm-hmm. Uh, I vowed the day I bought that bike that I'd never sell it. Uh, so yeah, I was starting to yeah, stack up a few in the garage. Look, if I if I had the money, and I would start to like to collect a few over the years, mm-hmm. uh, I, you know, I'd like a range of different styles. So I could wake up in the morning, depending on my mood, uh, there'd be something there uh, that I could grab. Excellent. So what is um what is your why? Why do you ride? Uh, yeah, basically, uh, it's yeah. I believe it's what I've always been meant to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, it gives yeah, it's freedom. Uh, it gives me fulfilment. Uh, like I can't dance, I can't sing, so it's my self-expression. Yeah, it's something that uh, that I'm pretty good at. I uh, definitely hear that. We just got back from uh, about 1100k trip through Haast and three days. So first and third day were great. Second day, I think we needed a bit of scuba gear, but it was definitely well worth the trip going down through that that Haast pass. Um, so, what is it that you get from riding? 
Yeah, it brings a smile to my fi- mm-hmm. face, basically. Yeah, and uh, yeah, fulfilment. And, and you know, you mentioned your last ride. Uh, I rode through to uh, the West Coast, which is one of my favourite rides uh, for a work event. Uh, I rode there and back. This is a month or so ago in the pouring rain. Uh, yeah, the rain didn't dampen my spirits at all. I was out there on my bike. Excellent. And um, what's your earliest earliest memory of riding? Uh, it's funny that I was asked by uh, we were having a chat with a customer the other mm. day, and, and they asked me if I could remember the first time, and yes, I can vividly. Uh, so uh, it was I was ten years old, mm-hmm. uh, and I know I would have liked to hop on a bike a lot younger than that. But we grew up in the city, moved to the country, so that was my first opportunity. Uh, so yeah, my dad put myself and my brother on the bike out in the paddock. Uh, I took to it like a duck to water. Uh, my brother took to the fence, so we sort of kind of branched <laughs> off in different paths from there. And what would you say is your happiest memory riding or that relates to riding? Uh, I guess even going back to that same conversation, uh, so yeah, I I remember the first day, I remember the first day uh, that I broke traction on the motorcycle, I remember the first day I got air. Um, Now, I've always been a passionate racer and probably my most memorable moments come from victories and just different uh, battles I've had out on the racetrack over the years. Awesome. So you've done a bit of racing? Yes, yeah. Oh, cool. What uh, what have you been racing? Uh, so uh, so from ten when I uh, when I first got on a bike, uh, I didn't come from a rich family, so unfortunately uh, my father wasn't able to provide uh, for me financially with with motorcycling. But again, I always had that support. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I uh, so from the age of probably year ten, every penny I made uh, was put in a bank account to buy my first bike. Uh, my first race bike was a two valve Speedway Jawa. Uh, so yeah, that was all those odd jobs and uh, trapping possums paid for that. Outstanding. And what would you say is your uh, what's your favourite what's your favourite ride? My favourite ride. Uh, look, it's every ride. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've recently moved back to Oxford, so my daily commute uh, is a sixty k, just relatively straight open road ride. Uh, I just enjoy getting on the bike, putting the helmet on. Uh, other than that, uh, as I mentioned, through to the coast, I've got relatives in Hokitika. Mm-hmm. Uh, look, I've ridden that uh, road through Arthur's Pass more times than I can remember, and uh, and I love it. Awesome. And uh, what's your next ride that you have scheduled? Next ride, uh, like to be a work ride. Actually, I'm off to Dunedin uh, yeah, for work on Wednesday, so that'll be yeah, that'll be the next. Cool. So you'll be uh, training, up, do, running, uh, running course down in. Uh, we're actually heading down to a road safety meeting. Oh, cool. So yeah, so it'll be just about yeah, talking about what we do and promoting yeah, uh, awesome. promoting training and. Um, if you listen to music uh, while you're riding, what would be on your ride soundtrack? Uh, funny thing, I've only recently got my first Bluetooth intercom system mm-hmm. uh, for work purposes. Uh, I always said that I'm, well, I'm, I'm definitely not one for distractions. Mm-hmm. Uh, so as far as these Bluetooth capabilities, talking on your phone, listening to music, that sort of thing. Uh, and I said, yeah, that's not for me. Now, I accidentally uh, got the radio up one day, uh, and yeah, and since I have listened to music from time to time, I still like to have that, uh, that just that road noise and the engine noise. Um, look, if anything, I yeah, it's, it'd be something relatively quiet. Mm-hmm. Uh, look, if you were putting a soundtrack to my riding, it'd be something classical because yeah, to me, right, you know, riding oh, cool. is poetry. Cool. It's always great to hear another writer's story, and thanks for sharing yours, but. Let's talk specifically about rider training. Uh, as an NZTA approved motorcycle training instructor, um, can you walk us through how motorcycle training works here in New Zealand? 
Okay, so I guess firstly, as far as training is concerned, we're all different and we've all got different needs. Uh, so, I mean, we, can, we cater for the complete beginner to advanced level rider. So mm. if we start at the beginning, that beginner, we're about helping them build a good foundation. So understanding of correct technique uh, and sort of developing and instilling some good habits. From there, I mean, people have got a range of backgrounds and experience. Uh, so then it's about identifying individual needs, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. and then helping, yeah, helping build on those. And then, what what courses are are available at the moment um, for for folks across the board for uh, rider training? Okay, so our business, uh, so like I say, we cater for all levels of rider. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, from you know people that are turning up having never ridden the bike, uh, starting them from scratch. We cover all the levels of licensing, so mm-hmm. the basic handling test for the learn license restricted uh, and full through the CBTA process. Uh, and uh, in recent years, for the last seven years, we've been offering the uh, heavily subsidised Ride Forever uh, motorcycle training. And those are like the the bronze, the silver, and the gold Ride Forever courses. Yes, yep. yeah, they're uh, uh, they're pretty affordable, eh? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so yeah, so again, Ride Forever ACC branded, heavily mm-hmm. funded. Uh, there actually you know, there are three full day courses on offer through the program, so bronze, silver, and gold level. Uh, so just in brief, bronze aimed at entry level rider, silver intermediate, gold. I guess it's trying to encourage that seasoned rider along, just for a bit of fine tuning. Sometimes a complete overhaul, mm-hmm. um, you know, but just a reinforcement of best practice, you know, which all the levels are about. Uh, with the subsidy, uh, you can do uh, an eight-hour bronze-level course uh, for a grand total of twenty dollars. That's awesome. It's like the price of a couple of cups of coffee. You get a full day's worth of training. That's fantastic. Um, now, one of the things we see is we see a lot of people coming in in sort of their thirties, forties, fifties. You know, they've got their uh, their full motorcycle license, but they haven't ridden in a while, and they come and buy a bike. What would you recommend for someone like that who's sort of a re-entering rider uh, in terms of rider training? As far as the Ride Forever program, well, I guess that intermediate level course, mm-hmm. uh, that silver course, is, you know, um, some people get confused about that because uh, the bronze and the silver courses also do tie in directly with the relatively new uh, CBTA licensing process. So licensing now strongly encourages or recommends training as part of the system. Uh, so just uh, in brief there again, so you know, someone that uh, contacts us wanting want to progress to their restricted license, we'd direct them to a bronze level course, uh, mm-hmm. which is the, that perfect preparation. Uh, nine to 12 months down down the line from there, then they'd come back and do a silver course just as a bit of a refresher, a brush up before sitting there full. So some people uh, can be, like I say, a bit, little bit misleading when they're looking at the Ride Forever website. They mm-hmm. think that the silver course is all about licensing. Well, it's not at all. So, yeah, so that returning rider, that's definitely the best place for them to start. And then, hey, how about, um, you know, we've got a fair few folks I ride with that are really good riders, and a couple of them, I've noticed, have been taking some of the Ride Forever courses just to maintain their skills. So they're, they're good riders, and they just want to become better riders. Um, uh, what, what are your thoughts on that of folks that you know are confident riders are capable riders and come and take in, uh, one of these affordable courses what would you suggest for them yeah so I mean yeah, as you know we have quite a lot to do with the hog club with a lot mm-hmm. of different clubs and so um, we just did a, a private hog course recently uh, and just one particular rider uh, on that day you know they, he comes and, and attends uh, well he slipped a little bit but just generally a ride through a gold course annually mm-hmm. uh, and a very good rider and each time he turns up it's really hard to pick fault in his riding mm-hmm. but he's simply there to make sure that nothing has slipped and again just you know for reinforcement awesome and then um, uh, the ACC has a uh, motorcycle rego rebate offer on can you tell us a bit about that yeah so 1st of July this year uh, there's a two year pilot 
pilot started on the uh, $200 cashback incentive. Uh, so I guess firstly, uh, like, again, we've been tied in with Ride River for seven years now. Um, and it's it's a brand that's becoming uh, more and more recognised and people are more receptive to training. Mm-hmm. There is that one group of rider that have been struggling to get bums on seats and that is probably that person that's had their licence for 30 odd years mm-hmm. and are of the opinion that, hey, I've been doing all right till now, what can I get? So it's trying to draw those guys out of the woodwork. Now, so the criteria is if you've, uh, firstly, or the, ma- the, the main criteria is you've had your full licence for five years or more. Mm-hmm. If, you've, if you have, then you do two courses, whether they be a silver and a gold uh, or two gold courses, uh, then you're, you're basically entitled to $200 cash back. So that's $100 over two years. Mm-hmm. Uh, it sounds like uh, it's the deal's kind of hard to beat. You know, the, the, the courses are only $20 each. Um, and you get a chance to have fun and ride all day and upskill and save some money. I don't see a downside to it. No, exactly. Twenty. Uh, the bronze is twenty. Yeah. The silver and the gold are fifty. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, as far as uh, what riders can get back, there's also a lot of insurance companies on board with the program, so you can get a, a rebate on your insurance as well, or look at a reduced premium for uh, having uh, current rider training. Exactly, and I believe the clubs, uh, Hog Club. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I believe, uh, offer a part subsidy for those courses as well. Oh, fantastic. Um, is there anything that you do with your bike uh, prior to a ride or, or racing? Uh, now, well, yeah, I think pre-ride checks are super important. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, something that is very much lacking with a lot of riders out there. Uh, for me, uh, when I, whether I go on the road or, more importantly, at speed on the racetrack, oh, I know the wheels aren't going to fall off. Uh, you know, if you ask me, probably the most important part of your bike is your tyres, uh, whether it be the quality, the condition, uh, tyre pressure is something that you know, a lot of people aren't even thinking about. Awesome. And how can listeners get in contact with you uh, if they want to follow up and, uh, and jump on some of your training courses? Yeah, so I guess probably the easiest uh, for those that are internet savvy, uh, our website uh, is motorcycletraining.co.nz. You can contact us uh, via phone. Uh, we have a 0508 number, so 0508 Ornsby, uh, which is 676729. Mm-hmm. Uh, Facebook Messenger, yes, is a range cool. of channels. We'll make sure to include all that in the uh, podcast show notes. Um, Hey, Dan, thanks very much for joining us and sharing your story. We look forward to having you back uh, as a subject matter expert on uh, on rider safety and training. Um, Thanks for listening to the Porky Podcast. If you'd like to be a guest rider on the show, recommend another guest rider. Or if you need any help or have any feedback with the Porky app, email us at info at porky.co. If you enjoyed the Porky Podcast, please leave us a positive review on your favorite podcast platform. Find a ride on porky.co and meet other local riders. Thanks for listening and ride safe.